1: Wow. Hey, everybody. Oh my gosh. Welcome. It's so great to have you join us here on the Dr. Pat show on Transformation Talk Radio. What a great lineup we've got for all of you today. I just fired up. I'm just like totally pumped up for today. Uh, You know, why is that? Well, every day, uh, there is something new, somebody new that I get to chat with and then share. Share what they are about in the world with all of you. Share what their gifts are so that every single one of us that tunes into the show can never say, see, we never want to say ever in our lifetime, we don't ever want to say this. Oh my gosh, I don't have any more tools in my toolkit. No. If you get to that place, call me, email me, Facebook me. I don't even know. Twitter me. Did I got that right, Benny? Uh, or tweet me, yeah. Oh, there you can do we that. Yeah. That's it. Either way. It. It's the same Either verbiage. Way. I got gotcha. you. There we go. Right. Because that's what this has been about for me. You know, I didn't pop into this world, you know, just being like all about knowing about this and knowing about that. No. And I say this to this day. I don't even know what I don't know. And I have to tell you that's been my, one of my greatest gifts because when you don't know what you don't know, you stay curious curious about finding out. That is what Trisha Mitchell is all about. You know, because when you think about having a life and looking at it and saying, oh, really? What is this? It, it, can I do less? Can I do more? What do I do? How do I do it? How should I show up in the world? No. Making extraordinary normal. That's it. See, if you are extraordinarily normal, then what does that mean? That just means it's more normal. But what if you made extraordinary, the everyday thing that encompasses and takes up your space? See, there's this new term that's out there to relate to things. So we don't just say, oh, what's your career? You know, what business are you in? They ask you, you know, what space are you working in? I don't even understand who came up with that term. I'm in the healing space. I'm in the I'm in the breathing space. I'm in the radio space. Somebody said to me the other day, oh, so you're in the media space. And I thought to myself, oh, wait a minute. What does that even mean? Well, you know what it is? It's about stepping up and living the life you want to live. That's what Trisha is about. And today you're going to hear her story. You're going to hear what she discovered. Because guess what? Six years ago, what did she decide? Well, wait a minute. I'm going to take a look, take a closer look at who I am. Wow. I'm clairvoyant healer. I am a truth seeker. I help people, guide them to powerful healings. What does it mean to be on that spiritual, physical, and emotional level? I'm telling you, I'm fired up about this today because I got an email today from somebody that says, you know what? The chemist said that it's not possible what you're talking about, Pat. My friend studied this for years, the chemistry of this, the science of this. And I emailed him back and I said, dude, take a look at my blood work. Okay, take a look at that. Tell us what's possible, what's probable. But if you take hope away from people and you don't provide them with tools, guess what? You're gonna stay pretty ordinary. And I'm telling you, that's not what this show is about. That's not what the next hour is about. How do we bridge science and spirituality in a way that helps open up a door it doesn't matter how skeptical you are, because when I got sick in 04, I was pretty skeptical. But today, what has this journey been like? What's Trisha Mitchell about? And how does she help people get unstuck, but most importantly, not settle? Not settle. Trisha, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's a pleasure. <clears throat> a little fired uh, up here today.
2: <laughs> I just, I'm just i thinking, how, how do I
1: match that introduction? It's absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, let's start with settling because okay. those of us that have been on this journey, right, and the mm-hmm. discovery of who we are, yeah. I'm not sure that uh, – I don't know about you. I don't want to speak for you, but I know I've been sure. seduced by settling. Yes. I've been seduced by settling. Yeah, I have.
2: Definitely. Yeah.
1: yeah I think made me, sick. me- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me too. When I was – about
2: six years ago when I was 39, I – decided that I needed to understand people because I thought I had people sussed out. I thought I knew how the world ticked, but certain experiences with people, certain tragedies, if you want to call them that, they were really learning experiences. They made me realize that I didn't know much at all about the world or about people, and I wanted to understand what made people tick. And I remember as a child being very religious and praying and I was quite scared that there wasn't many pages left in the, in the Bible. And I just thought out of all the times that I could have landed here, if that's the right way to express it, I was in Revelation. And I'd completely forgotten about that as I grew up and I went off the rails and I found my way back. And then when I came to the point where my marriage failed and I was 39 years of age, and i had the house i had a career i had the car but i was searching for something else i needed to do some soul searching and i remember you know buying books like um there's a spiritual solution to every problem and successful but something's missing and i needed some guidance so i went to see a medium and she said to me you're a healer and i laughed because at that time i couldn't even heal myself i was just falling to pieces, really, and if I'm honest with myself, I was depressed, Um, and I'd spent a long part of my life numbing with alcohol and other addictive behaviors, and it was at that point that I started to write, and I started to get in touch with myself, and I also went to the doctors, and that's when they found that I had some autoimmune irregularities in my blood. And they basically said there was a weak positive across the board and that my immune system was attacking itself. I was attacking myself and I didn't really like myself at that point in my life. And the more tests that I went for at the hospital and at the doctors, the more disillusioned I became when they told me that they didn't know whether it would progress into the full blown condition. And it was a case of let's be reactive, and I'm not one to rest on my laurels and wait and see especially as one of them was lupus which can potentially be fatal yeah yeah and so I just thought stuff it so I tend to or my pattern then was I'll wallow in self-pity for a little while and then I'll sort of go expletive I'm not accepting this (laughs) and I get a fire in my belly and I sort it out and so I went in search of answers and I remember there was a couple of times when I went for some complimentary therapies. One was to check out some food intolerances that I had, and the kinesiologist did some muscle testing. And yeah. it was quite revealing at the time, because she'd said, you're going to have to go away and find somebody who can work with you on a trust issue because you won't let me test you. And I said, but, but I've paid, and I'm here, and I'm, I'm consenting. And she said, your inner child isn't allowing me to. There's a trust issue, and I thought, oh, that's interesting because there is a trust issue that's been running through my life. How did she know that? So I then went and got that resolved with my Reiki practitioner, well, my Reiki master. And then it stuck, it stayed with me. She was an EFT practitioner and she said, oh, emotional freedom technique is absolutely wonderful. And I thought, but your life doesn't resemble mine in any way, shape or form. So I'm sure it's nice for you, but it's not for me. And I then went off to yoga and one of the other ladies there said that she'd gone for a session of EFT so that she could practice it on her daughter and she said it was absolutely marvellous. She had a relative that basically got under her skin and after this session of EFT she opened her door and you know invited that relative in for Sunday lunch and I thought wow I've got to get me some of that it sounds really, really <laughs> powerful if you can just change the way that you perceive somebody and feel towards somebody I want to learn it and so that was the start of my journey um I had learnt Reiki beforehand and during that time and stop me if I do tend to I do tend to jump about but
1: no, when just I was jump, learning jump Reiki, away jump away that's, fantastic.
2: <laughs> that's what I love to hear but I noticed when I was um running Reiki through people is that I started to pick up on pains in my own body and when I asked them about it they said that they didn't have any injuries at all and because the pain stayed with me during the session I would ask "Is it could it possibly be an old injury uh-huh. and then they'd say oh yeah I fell off my bike and I hit my head the handlebar hit my head and that was in the same spot that I was feeling it or they'd broken a leg when they were a small child. So 30 or 40 years later, there was still some pain that I was able to pick up, and I didn't know how at the time. And so I became curious and wondered whether there was a permanent imprint of trauma in the auric field, because I couldn't find any other rational explanation for me feeling their pain today, oh. even though it was decades old. Um, that led me towards um, it was EFT with matrix imprinting because I just kept on searching for information. I'm very logical, but um, my brother wouldn't say that. He'd say that I'm very eccentric. <laughs> <laughs> but I needed to either prove it or disprove it and just drop it. And I found matrix reimprinting. A chap called Carl Dawson, and I explained to him what I'd been experiencing. And he said, when we have, when we go through trauma, a piece of us splits off in time, and they used to refer to that frozen part of you that's there in the moment as the inner child. But then they change the term to an echo, an energetic conscious hologram. So if you have experienced, for example, an attack and you haven't resolved it on an energetic level, yeah, you can be walking down the street 10 years later, 30 years later, and somebody of the same description Even though it's not the same person as your attack, it can be walking towards you and your body will react in exactly the same way as it did the first time you experienced the trauma. You just get re-triggered.
1: And so that's really where
2: it all starts. And you don't know what's going
1: on, though. I mean, you get triggered and, you know, and I love what you just talked about because you get triggered and sometimes you can't figure it out, right? You know, he, here you are in a reoccurring situation and you can't figure it out. And I don't know about you, but my experience is. I need to get some help with this. And that's the body of work that you do. Let's take a short break. and we come back, you know, what does this mean for us that can walk into the same movie theater, step out of, you know, step into a hallway, go to a church we haven't been to a long time, and have an experience? Stay tuned. I'm telling you, great show. We'll be right back.
3: Have you ever tried to make lifestyle changes but had difficulty following through? Imagine what it would be like to get up each morning with energy, clarity, and motivation to tackle the day. If you want to get past limiting barriers that are preventing you from living your best life, join holistic health and wellness coach T. Carrie Mitchell each month on The Dr. Pat Show or visit lifestyle120.com today and start to receive the personal attention you deserve.
1: everybody wow welcome back i'm so thrilled here to have trisha, trisha mitchell joining me on a show today and by the way uh i hope we have time later on open up the phone lines for those of you out there that want to get some insight perhaps into what's going on with you You know, what's going on? Uh, Fascinating, Uh, just talking with her during the break. Before we jump in here and we talk about this science and spirituality thing that got me all fired up today, an email from somebody got me all fired up today. um, I wanted to ask you what's the best way that people can find out more about you?
2: Okay. Well, if people are interested to learn more about me or to connect with me, they can go to my website, which is www.lovingyourlife.com. Today.
1: Awesome. And how have- about Facebook and social media and all of that? Okay. Um, my Twitter handle, if that's what,
2: what you call it, is at ClarityExpert. And my Facebook, I believe, is either ClarityExpert or the Clarity Expert. You'll be able to find me.
1: Yeah. So- awesome now you know today what we're talking about listen we're talking about this this idea of making extraordinary normal and Mm -hmm. i love that because we think extraordinary is for the handful of people that are are floating out in our pop culture uh and your pop culture is going to be relative to whether you live in the us or not every culture has got some culture that talks and looks towards people that seem to be extraordinary have extraordinary lives and yeah. do extraordinary things. You know, seem mm-hmm. to be the people at climb Mount Everest or whatever that looks like to you. But yeah. what if that didn't have to be true? What if that didn't have to be the norm? And isn't that what your mission's about? Let's talk about this idea of bridging science and spirituality. You know, sure. I got an email this morning from someone who, who is a friend of mine and I was talking to him <clears> throat> about throat> my experience, about yeah. all of a sudden, A friend of mine showed me this this water and I'm pretty much a skeptic and so he brought over this water I started to use the water he put one of the machines in my house temporarily Mm -hmm. and I thought this is about the biggest bogus thing I ever heard of (laughs) right I had got my blood work in April from my doctor and you're you and I are autoimmune folks friends right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. here here's this this is how you can help make sense to the people not listening, right, or the people that are listening. Blood sure. work in April, April, I had this very high percentage, my white blood cell thingy percent that gets yeah. fired up when you're supposed to kill infections, right? starts with yeah. an E. I don't know how to pronounce it. But sure. the normal rate is 0. 0.5. Okay. I was at 8, wow. 8%. That means that that's the percentage that's all cranked up trying to kill infections and things.
2: Right. Water so comes t- in.
1: I didn't uh-huh. change anything else. Yeah. Continue to take my natural spray. Continue to do what the doctor said. Uh-huh. Ask me what, it, what, the, what the percent was in June. Go, go on. Zero. Wow. Now you know in, in, in the stuff that we are doing, me and you, in our yeah. health journey, yeah. in the in the field of what do we like to call it autoimmune? I don't even know what to call it. I just that call it level mistakes. is ridiculous. So is. this is really not whether you believe you don't believe whether you're a skeptic or not skeptic. This is like what are we discovering, Tricia, about science, spirituality, and about what is available to us so that we can heal? Well, right. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's talk about that and let's talk about some of the techniques you've, di- you've discovered. Because sure. a lot of times, if we are blocked or if we are in a place that we can't get to that intuitive nature of ourselves, mm-hmm. that blockage has to be cleared. And what yes, if definitely. I would have believed everything that I knew and said to my friend, don't put that in here. I don't care mm-hmm. what it's doing. Don't, don't bother. I don't want you to put that water. I'm not going to drink the water.
2: And that, Dr. Pat, would have been your choice. And I think the world is full of people who are like you and I, who are willing to explore, have the curiosity of children. And rather, I mean, I was awful as a child. I I wanted to know why, like all the other children. And when I grew up, I didn't grow out of it. I still kept on asking questions. And if you don't know, then you need to find out, or I'm going to find out myself. Um, As you mentioned in the intro, I'm a truth seeker. But... I was really, really lucky on my journey because the people who taught me EFT, it's a company called the Meta Health, Academy of Meta Health being above health. They were also practitioners in a whole range of different techniques. they had been life coaches. And what they noticed when they were coaching other people was when people weren't able to cope well with pressure, what they had in common was lower back problems. And so they started looking for some sort of technique or some sort of theory that would address the things that they kept on seeing in their clients, the shared issues and the shared physical ailments. And when I was on this EFT course, they kept on introducing some meta-health analysis. So, for example, I said that I had a problem with my thyroid. I had the thyroid antibody and they said, well, the thyroid in meta-health is all about powerlessness and helplessness. And I thought that kind of fits with how my life has been. Um, I had been in situations where I felt that I had no power and I felt helpless to do anything to change it. And so each time one of the students had a reaction and say they had some, uh, a flare up on their skin, the tutors were able to say, well, that's the feminine side, and that's related to the mother, and the issue that we've just been dealing with is a lack of support or a lack of nurturing. It's not the reality, it's the perception of the individual. And the beauty about what they did on that course was that they said, go out and test MetaHealth, try and disprove it, and time and again, it always explains what the body is doing. And it's a very scientific framework. So Hmm. you look at the different brain layers. For example, the old parts of the brain, the brain stem is all about survival and reproduction. So if somebody has something that threatens their existence, then it's going to be one of the organs that relays to the brain stem. And without going into too much detail, we have two phases. We have the stress phase and the healing phase. So something will trigger somebody off, and depending on their perception, so for example, yeah. if I feel as though I'm stuck in life, I'll give you a real life example rather yeah. than giving you a hypothetical one. Yeah. I used to have some bumps on my Achilles tendons, on my left and on my right, but the right was more pronounced. And they'd flare up and they'd go down, they'd flare up and go down, and I went to see the podiatrist, and they gave me some insults. And when I was on the course, on the Meta Health Academy's course, and I explained the problem that I had, and I said, So, try and convince me, you know, I'm <laughs> folded, defensive, I'm not buying into this whole traditional medicines reductionist in nature, and we've got to go down the systems biology. I don't even understand what you're saying. But prove it to me. What do they mean? And <laughs> what's Rob and Joe? the two directors were saying is that if you look at the function of the legs and the feet they help us to move forward in life so what they'd be asking me and what they did ask was where in life do you feel stuck and you know we have yin and yang and you know dark and light you have a masculine side and a feminine energy side and by a simple clapping of your hands a simple clap test They could determine whether my masculine energy was running on the right side of my body or my left. Now in meta health, on the masculine side, you have masculine figures such as your grandfather, your uncle, your father, partner in business or partner in relationship, your peers may appear on that side and the kind of qualities or attributes that you get on the masculine side are assertiveness, domineering, and commanding. Mm -hmm. Now, the bump on the right Achilles tendon was worse. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And so he said, well, if you look at the function of the Achilles tendon, if you just visualize sprinters pushing off from the starting blocks, the Achilles tendon helps us to launch forward. And with it being worse on your right side, The question that he asked me was, where do you feel stuck in terms of launching forward with your business? And I went, oh my God. (laughs) And on the other side, that's to do with the feminine energies, mum aunt, grandma, home, nest, kids, and the kind of qualities or attributes that you see on the feminine side or the non-dominant side, as we call it in meta health, are supporting, nurturing, caring, or a Mm -hmm. lack thereof. And so they asked the same question and I admitted that I was still stuck and unable to move on from the relationship that I'd had with my mother, who I personally felt didn't nurture me in the same way that other parents would nurture their children in my imagination. The reality might have been completely different for other people, but I wanted a mum who stayed at home and baked bread. So I was just like, I don't believe that you can get so much information from the location of the symptom and whether you can tell me whether it's in the stress phase or the healing phase, depending on which layer of the brain it relates to. There's just so much information that's encoded in there. And meta health very clearly shows us how our perceptions and our emotions and the way that we perceive our environment expresses itself physically in the body. So it's a bio Logical symptom, it's a logical place for the body to express it. The body simply mirrors the mind. Mm. And if we go forward, I would like to, you know, talk about my experiences with embraining, but to just fast forward to what's happening now, yeah, bridging science and spirituality. What I found is that now that I embrace and own my gifts as an empath and as a clairvoyant and whatever. What, what other label you want to stick on me, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> It doesn't matter. But what happens these days is that I will start to sense in me where we need to go in order to resolve an issue. So it's almost as though they're trigger words. When somebody starts to talk, I'll feel a pain or I might see a flash of something. And right. so I'll direct their attention and sometimes I'll get a feeling that this might be a little bit icky I've got a sense that it feels well it belongs before they entered the womb so we're talking past lives but I'm careful about how I word it with people because sometimes, if they don't believe in it but they're open to healing it's a case of gently guiding them towards what kind of number comes up when you're focusing in on this sensation yeah. But what I do is I blend my knowledge of meta-health in terms of the location of the symptom and the kind of emotion that I'm getting. I then start asking questions without trying to install information in people and lead them, whether it's around this issue or around that issue. But what I'm t- what's happened recently, it's been wonderful, but it also seems quite bonkers, but quite humbling, yeah. is that I, I've had the Virgin Mary coming in and God. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this a couple of times and I'm like really? I've got a really potty mouth and you guys choose to work with uh, this fab. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I'm blending my knowledge but also I empower people and sort of say okay what do we need to do? Let me tell you what I'm seeing or feeling or sensing, let me know if that feels true for you and if yeah. not where do we need to go? But I've got an idea of where I'm going because I keep on getting these downloads
1: uh. Um and um, well, yes. Well, so part funny? of the downloads that you're getting, and this is what we're hearing over and over and over again, we're hearing about people that are receiving messages. As a matter of fact, more and more of us. I okay. happen to get the messages through this thing we call radio, and we're shocked about you know, what the role that I'm playing in this life is. We're going to take mm-hmm. a short break when we come back. You know What we're going to talk about is not just about what this journey is like, how this is changing the landscape the narrative for healing you know when we come back we're going to talk about multiple brain integration techniques yeah this is so absolutely significant i wonder why it is they say that we only use 10 to 12 percent of our brain capacity i wonder why that is maybe we're not trying stay tuned we'll be right back
3: Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine, and my show is Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When we're bogged down with our emotions, the hardships that plague us in our relationships at work, our finances, we literally can't see the higher plane where we could be
0: operating from.
3: Tune in to Leslie Fontaine, Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
0: If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND.
3: I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. What does the word healing mean? Many think that healing merely means eliminating symptoms. However, based on my many years as a healer, I have a much broader perspective on the word. Healing can manifest in a variety of ways, including having physical problems resolved, becoming more emotionally centered, experiencing better relationships, gaining greater clarity, and feeling more spiritually connected. True healing always includes some level of transformation. Whatever form healing takes, there is one commonality, an improvement in quality of life. To me, the highest form of healing goes beyond aligning with wellness. It comes from recognizing our soul's voice and allowing it to speak through us. And in that sense, don't we all yearn to heal into our wholeness? Please visit stellarreflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836.
2: What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere, with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit GlennaRice.com. Some that I saw your pretty face. A thousand laughs have made me colder
0: and I don't think I
1: can look at Hey everybody, it's so great. I mean, I this what a great show. I mean all of us love this. This is what the world is about. It's about making sure we are stepping out and we are sharing what we've learned along the way. You know, and what does along the way mean? And one of the things I just want to say, Tricia, is along the way means that sometimes we go back to school like I did. Sometimes we study things. Sometimes we live life. Sometimes we discover things that heal our bodies in ways that other things have not. Sometimes we do a radio show. Sometimes we become an amazing healer, uh, as you have done. But the point of all of this is, you know, it's accepting our role. Of what we yes. are, whether you accept the role of being a messenger of God, or you accept the role that you're going to be the mouth of some new form of positive talk radio, uh, mm-hmm. I become the facilitator. Or if you're a master coach, as Trisha is, a trainer as she is, you have said yes to doing something to create a better world and help people. And that's really what we're talking about. We're going to talk about this technique here in this in a minute. But before we do again, Tricia, would you please let folks know again how they can find out more about you? Let's give out the website. Okay.
2: If uh, people want to go to my website, it's www.lovingyourlife.today. If they want to catch me on Facebook, it's at the Clarity Experts. And if you want to catch me on Twitter, it's at Clarity Expert. Awesome. I have to say, though, I don't hang out all the time on social media. I like to be present. So um, sometimes you'll get a flurry of interactions from me. Then other times I'm healing. <laughs> and if I'm healing, I'm not online.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, and, you know, that's the way this is. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard to be at uh, a bunch of places. Exactly.
2: And it's yeah. about prioritizing what's important. It's important to be present. It's important to be there so that people can
1: find you. It is important to be present. But also I mean, how many same... people do you know that go to a movie and after the movie you ask them what the movie was like and they can't even tell you? Exactly. They were too busy
2: <laughs> tweeting about it.
1: <laughs> what's that yeah. movie been like? Exactly. <laughs> Um, So for those of you out there, you know, again, please find out more about what Tricia is talking about. But, you know, let's talk about these. Let's just jump right into this. And let's talk about these techniques because it is important for people to understand what we're, you know, what it means to have a technique, a modality an approach, whatever you want to call it, you know, multiple brain integrated techniques. What is it about learning Uh, This idea of blending science, spirituality, intuition, whatever that is, uh, that now is getting more coverage. But yet at the same time, Tricia, when you go back and you look at the journey that a lot of our renowned scientists have had, almost all of them point to intuition or mistake as being the pivotal point. You know, whether you're talking about a cure, whether you're talking about development of penicillin, it doesn't matter. They talked about a moment where something other than a formula got them to this place. So tell us about this technique.
2: To tell you about endbraining, um yes. and intuition. You know, based on what you were saying, Dr. Pat, I think it's a path that we all walk, and at some point something happens, and it's almost like it's time for us to now wake up. And some people don't actually get there. Others need to be guided and led there. And yeah, I think we're just fortunate to go through those. Sometimes it's painful. I know for me it was. But those pivotal moments, they're, they're just game changers. And that's when we start to realize what we're here to do. With M-braining, the same thing happened, I think, for Grant Susalu and Marvin Oker. And they're the co-founders of multiple brain integration techniques. And they're both NLP experts, neurolinguistic programming. Yeah. As a coaching technique, if people are familiar with that. And they would get together and meet up and have a meal. And they had a bunch of papers. Um Grant is a scientist as well as them both being behavioural modelers. So they will take concepts and they'll apply that concept by observing people's behavior, and then they'll find the best behavior to model, which is, you know, NLP, Modeling Excellence. Mm -hmm. And what they did is they got 600 neuroscience papers, which were basically looking at the heart as an intelligence in its own right, the gut as an intelligence in its own right, and the head as an intelligence in its own right. And it dawned on them that neuroscience was looking at these organs in isolation and nobody had actually put them all together. So what you had in neuroscience was proof that we've known all along, that ancient wisdom has known for over 2,000 years that we have three souls. You can hear it in our language, I wear my heart on my sleeve, or oh, my gut's going off. So people talk about gut intuition. Yeah. They know that something's happening, but they don't know how to tap into it. They don't know what it means, but they know that it's warning them. It's trying to say something. And I've heard, you know, in, in conversations with business people, they'll admit that they're they're either gut led, or they'll say, "I don't know what it is, but I'm trusting gut intuition, and something says don't touch this." But yet, when you, th- you when you present them with evidence, that makes them refocus or, or have a mind shift they're a bit wary because you're challenging what people have always believed you're challenging what people have yeah. always known whether that's to do with traditional medicine and how the body works or saying you know that brain in your head that's not the only one that you've got you've got others and people may think that it's poppycock <sighs> but what the multiple brain integration technique that's the closest i'm going to get to swearing <laughs> really to know. what multiple brain integration technique is is there It's a suite of tools to help us work with the gut brain, the heart brain, and the head brain. So if you might hear people say, I I lacked the guts, which means that if they don't have the guts, they're not going to take action. It's too risky. So if you're coaching people and you notice that despite all the wonderful work you're doing, they're not taking action, it's the gut that you need to speak to. Now, the interesting thing that Grant and Marvin found out was that each of these organs, and we have more than three brains, that's why they called it multiple brain integration techniques, m-braining, as opposed to three brains. Because as neuroscience catches up and starts dissecting all the organs and some poor soul has got to count all the neurons, they will add to these brains. So we already know that there's a reproductive brain and the autonomic nervous system, if your body's a vehicle, the autonomic nervous system is the driver. That's the one that sends us into fight, flight, freeze. It takes over our breathing and our digestion. It's the things that we don't have to consciously think about. The autonomic nervous system is an intelligence in its own right. So we've got them all over the place. <sighs> and m in itself is the process. So Marvin and Grant, what they did is that they took these 600 research papers on the head, the heart, the guts. Wow. And then they started to observe people and to see how people do their sticking. So somebody says, I'm stuck, I'm not moving forward. What is it that they do when they do them? And then by working out the most efficient way, the most effective way to work with these brains, to integrate them, to communicate with each of them and find out what each of them needs in order to stop blocking. So if you're not moving forward, the gut's not on board. What is it that the right. gut needs in order to contribute to this dream or this desire or this project that this person wants to undertake? Right. If people are apathetic, if they, uh, I couldn't care less. The heart is not on board because the heart is all about compassion. It's about desires. It's about what we truly want and truly connect with. If people go, if people say, oh, I've gone blank. I don't have any ideas. What is it that the head mm. requires in order to contribute ideas and the creativity that's required to drive this thing forward? So through their work, they have mapped, they've provided a, a roadmap. And you know, if we go to school, we learn we we, we learn how to use our head brain, we're formally schooled, but we don't know how to use our yeah. heart and, and our guts unless you do something like yoga or some other kind of practice where you become more heart centered or you know, you focus more and get in tune with your gut. But it's not coming from a scientific basis as embraining is. So as part of the process, the embraining process, we start with the heart. That's the leverage point. In terms of the number of neurons it has the fewest, fewest, smallest, least. Yeah. <laughs> it has the smallest number of neurons out of all the three brains. But uh, if you know about the Heart Math Institute, which I'm sure you do, and the power yes, of the yes. heart, yep. that's where we can get most, most change. So we start with the heart and compassion, which is what we call the highest expression. And then we go up to the head for creativity. And then once we've got that creativity, we bring it back to the heart to gather some more compassion. And then we take that down into the gut to gather the courage that's needed to move forward and make the changes, and then we bring it back up to the heart. And the changes are phenomenal once that happens. And just to quickly give you an example of what we call the prime functions in the gut, The gut is responsible responsible for self-preservation, so if something is risky, we're not going to do it. And you can see it when people are talking, their hands will go down to the gut to protect it. Uh It's also about core identity. The gut is the first part of us that's formed when we're in the womb. So if you want to make a change at an identity level, you need to literally swallow it down, you need to digest it, and digestion starts at the mouth and finishes at the back passage it's also to do with mobility taking action
1: yeah yeah, so- yeah you have to take action i mean you know okay. a lot of what we're talking about is something you and i personally have experienced and mm-hmm. that is that you know i've been out in the desert for 10 days at a pop several times and yeah. even with that you know, I've come back and I've not been able to sit down and say, oh, wait, there's nothing for me to do today or in this world. As a matter of fact, the contrary is the opposite, is exactly what's happened. You know, it's it's, for me, it has been this place where we get this idea, this opening, this state that perhaps we've not experienced, which opens up a new platform for a new behavior. And I think we don't talk about that enough. We don't talk about the fact that once we have experiences like you're just describing, uh, there is a next step, so to speak. And, and that's the b- we should talk about that. Well, the beauty about
2: m-braining is that we know about neuroplasticity. We know yeah. that neurons that fire together wire together. And once you start working with those brains and bringing them back on board, bringing them back online, You know, if you think about when people get into, say, abusive relationships, they may start being heart-led, and the the head doesn't come into the equation because he said that he won't hurt me again. Mm. And so it may take them several years to get out of an unhealthy relationship. So once you get the brains working again, in the right order, doing the correct functions instead of the heart maybe being overruled by the head. So, somebody gets involved in a relationship because it's sensible. They may not necessarily love the person, but they feel safe with that person. So, the head is doing the heart's job.
1: Yeah.
2: Once you re-educate the brains and you use them in the right order and you get them all integrated and aligned, magic happens. And because of the neuroplasticity, people grow new neurons. And so, all the time, we are evolving. And what comes out of embraining when you use that process with the beautiful tools that Grant and Marvin have given us, you then get generative wisdom. We we are evolving as human becomings, not as human beings, but human becomings. And so we're starting from a new level each time we work, and we just keep on growing them. And it's a bit like going to the gym. I mean, for me, I'm very heart led, so yeah, I yeah, work yeah. on my gut, my head, <laughs> to bring them up to that same yeah. sort of level. My heart. Yeah. But you know, traditional coaching basically you have a present state. This is where I am right now. This is where I want to be. That's my outcome, my desired outcome. With m-braining, when we do some m-bit coaching using the tools, we start from where we're at, and the outcome is generative wisdom. We keep on evolving. We're getting to that new place, like you going out into the desert and coming back. Yeah. We just keep on opening up. It's beautiful. It really is. Yeah.
1: Now I play table tennis every Sunday and it kind of has the same effect because I think what we're talking about is, um, you know, there's something that happens when we get our body moving. I mean, think about it, right? You know, the movement of our body is as ancient as our origins are of being human, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we're talking about not just about the brain function. But uh, there, you know, there's this sense of who we are, that movement has become so much a part of our evolution, yet we are at the very risk of losing that thing with the by which the body so naturally does. Um, mm. And it's really fascinating to talk about it as if mind and body are two separate entities, as if they're on separate planets, right? Yeah, yeah. No, they're not, though.
2: I think, I, I think we've lost our way. The majority yeah. of us have. And fortunately, uh-huh. some of us have found our way back. But when you talk to people about how what they think can affect how they feel and their health, they look at you as though you're from a different planet altogether. Yeah. Um, and it is, it is a shame. But yeah, I mean, when you were talking about movement and how essential it is, I just had this beautiful picture of Tai Chi, and we do need that flow within us, as we have flow sort of on the earth and around mm-hmm. us. It's just that oneness of everything. I think I'm feeling a little bit too floaty now. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah it is the about flow.
1: It's, yeah. yeah. It's an
2: integration of all things.
1: Yeah, and it, it is the integration. And, you know, part of the integration of all things is getting some information. And this is what I love about what you're talking about, Tricia. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, Tricia Mitchell joining me here today, is it's hard to integrate things if we're not hearing about what those things are. And, you mm-hmm. know, I was talking to someone this morning, just brilliant, brilliant woman who's just just amazing and you know kind of like you out in the world talking about what you discovered because we are in a time of sharing and this is really so important for us to talk about for a moment uh somebody asked me trisha and i guess you get asked this all the time somebody said to me man pat i don't get what you're doing you do this every day most of your friends have already retired they faded off into the sunset they're golfing they're doing this what is up with this And I don't really have a logical, rational explanation for people. This is what's mine to do. And when I get asked, how long are you going to keep doing it? I don't really know. But it's because there's so much information to share and integrate with people. We're not living in the world we were even in 10 years ago. Right? Right? I think your
2: friends, sorry, Yeah. Yeah, I think the friends are looking at it from a, a perspective of a job and you retire from a job yeah, and what yeah. I'm hearing what we're doing it's about our life's purpose it's about our mission we have a role to do here and I guess when our time is up that's when we'll return oh uh, yeah yeah because you know, I yeah. I've, I've, I've seen that in some other people once their work is done it's like oh, they've passed away yeah there's no need for them to be here anymore they they've done the lessons they they've done what they came to do, and now it's time for them to go back home.
1: Yeah, and you know, we are. I also believe in passing the baton. As a matter of yeah. fact, so much so. What you and I are talking about is when people go look at transformationradio.fm. It is a very different look than the Dr. Hmm. Dr. Pat Show or even Transformation Talk Radio, because if you don't know who the, I am, if you don't know about the Dr. Pat Show then you absolutely are not going to find a connection between Dr. and Transformation Radio.fm. It's transparent. And that is the way it should be because that has to be an entity that's all on its own, an energy and a vibration that is going to continue even after I dissipate and disappear. Sure, sure. But that's what you're doing too. You know, you're Mm -hmm. helping take a message out in the world that hopefully we could pay forward. You know, we're paying yeah. forward knowledge and information. And you
2: know, Doctor Pat, I'm I'm coming in on the coattails of other people before me. I'm a late to the party, <laughs> but I'm just <laughs> really blessed to um, have a sort of accelerated journey from stalling for a number of years and going no I don't really want to do this oh this is a lot of responsibility coming here to help heal the planet and people have said to me you're not doing it on your own like, but it still feels big <laughs> and now it's a case of there's all of us who are working doing our own thing in our own way we've all got our specific um, gifts to bring and focus and hopefully the next generation is going to take that forward
1: like you say when we pay it forward Oh oh my gosh, amazing. Thank you so much, Tricia. Please give out your website one more time.
2: Yep, it's www.lovingyourlife.today. And the reason why I've called it Loving Your Life is because Marvin, um, although Marvin Oker worked with Grant Susalu on the Embraining books, Grant has taken it even further. And the Loving Your Life comes from a book of the same name, and what he's done is he's taken MBIT, the Multiple Brain Integration Techniques, with Positive Psychology and NLP, and given us a coffee table book to introduce people to working with their three brains, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's things like When I Love Myself More Delightfully, this is one of what we call chapters their explorations when I loved myself more delightfully I stood up for my beliefs when I loved myself more awesomely I stopped doing insecurity that's where it comes from
1: oh, thank you so very much thank you thank you thank you hey everybody Trisha Mitchell we're gonna take a short break we'll be right back we got something really really exciting for you coming to the show next we'll be right back
0: Try to swim again. Pop me down upon my knees. Oh, I beg, I beg and please sing. And come out of things I said. Shoot an apple off my head trouble that can be
2: near The preceding audio was via
0: a Skype call.